Good morning. It's really good to see you. A warm welcome to those of you who have come to the building. It's good. We are smaller in number than many times, but we totally understand that with many people shielding and just wanting to be secure. And uh, we're just grateful to all who have come to the building, and we thank you for willingly wearing the masks, or maybe not so willingly, but understanding the reason why we need to wear masks. It shows our love for one another as particularly. It's good to see you all. Today we are thinking around the theme from fear comes joy. And we're going to be thinking about things that might make us frightened, but also things that will bring us joy. And maybe today talking about things that bring fear is not too difficult to understand with COVID around, and I hope we don't catch it. But we also recognize that God is very much in control, very much on the throne. And so, let's just stand together in the presence of the living God. If you're able, stand. If you're not able, that's fine to stay seated. And we still our minds from the busyness of the day ahead or the day behind. The busyness of everything we think we've got to do this week. The worrying about are we going to be able to do everything. We still our minds from the excitement of the outcome of Strictly Come Dancing. And our delight that Rose won. <laughs> you haven't watched it yet? It's been all over the news. Well, that's got me in trouble with the team. Yes! <laughs> We come in the knowledge that actually, for all our fears, all our worries, we know God is here. We come to worship the God of forgiveness, who pardoned all our sins. We come to worship the God who sent a messenger saying, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make a straight path. We will listen to what God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace, peace for the faithful, those whose hearts are turned to God, the steadfast love and faithfulness will meet. And so, we come to the God who will give what is good, and will bless us. As our Advent candles are lit this morning, we sing that great, more modern carol, see him lying on a bed of straw. And the candle will be lit. please do sit down we come excited about the days ahead but we come in the presence of the living God let us pray together Father God we thank you we thank you that Jesus is alive the Jesus that came as a baby born at Christmas, is alive and present by your Spirit here this morning. We thank you, Lord, that we can worship and praise you. 
as we look at this Christmas story once again, we thank you, Lord, that we don't come looking at a story that is just history, but a story that is still having an effect on lives today. We praise and worship you, living God, for your presence among us. And Lord, as we just come into this time of worship, we thank you that we do not need to fear because you give us hope. Hope for eternity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We hear the words of the gospel read to us and Barbara's going to come and read from Luke chapter Thank you, Barbara. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you so much, Barbara. Could you imagine it? Sitting, minding your own business, watching sheep, as you have done every day of your life, probably. Sitting there on the hillside and the naughty sheep still not doing what they're meant to do. That's what sheep do. I grew up in a part of the country where sheep were all over the place. And I used to drive across Dartmoor and I'm sure the sheep used to play a game. Look, there's a car coming. Let's let it get a bit closer before we walk out in the road in front of the car. And you driving the car would come to a stop and the sheep would just sit there and look at you. So, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to sit here or lie in the road. And they did that frequently. You used to have to go very slowly until the sheep was encouraged to get off the road. Sheep were a nightmare. They just never did what you want. So the shepherds are used to having to go and get the stupid sheep that had just put itself in a ditch. Or the stupid sheep that had just wandered off on its own. And then bam, bam. I've lived among sheep all my life. And the shepherds were minding their own business. And then suddenly, without warning, 
bang. One or two of you woken up. Good morning. My name's Ian. It's good to see you. Well, it was a shock for them. They were terrified. They were so frightened because it was not what they expected. It's never happened before. And all these angels there. And then we read what angels often say in the Bible. The angels said to them, do not be afraid. How often do angels say that in the Bible? Every time they turn up, they seem to say those words. Do not be afraid. It's them causing the fear. So I thought this morning, let's say, what frightens us? Okay? What frightens you? Anybody want to tell me what frightens them? Sorry, what was that? A rat? Oh, they're lovely. <laughs> what was that one? Maggots? Oh, spiders? Oh, lovely. We've got cameras on this building, as you know. And one of the cameras has got a lovely spider web over it at the moment. And every so often, the spider runs across. And on the monitor, it's really big. And... It's not, it's not really making people feel happy at the moment as this spider suddenly runs across the screen. Spiders, yeah, we, a lot of people are frightened of spiders, are they? And a lot of people are frightened of rats. Anything else we're frightened of? Long sermons. Long sermons. <laughs> Which is why you never fear coming to Romford Baptist Church because you get the best of sermons. Unless it's me. Unless it's me. Anything else that people are frightened of? Dentists. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes you have to really build up your courage to go to the dentist. Anything else? Sorry? Surgeries. Okay. Don't want surgery either. Okay. There was some, a voice somewhere back. Snakes. Yeah. They're not the most cuddlier things, are they? And when they turn up, when you don't accept them, yeah, cuddler. Coronavirus. Fearful of coronavirus. Yes. And lots of people are very fearful. And it's right. You know, fear is a gift from God. Oh, everybody's going to go through the Bibles quick. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. So it says that in the Bible. Fear is a natural reaction against something that could cause us harm. And coronavirus could cause us harm. Rats, they bite you, you know about it, don't you? But sometimes we also have fear that is irrational. Like long sermons, they're good for you. They're good for you. They're, they're nourishment for your soul. And therefore, just pray about letting God reveal to you how much you need them. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> but sometimes we're afraid of things that we don't need to be afraid of. And the shepherds were fearful because what had happened had never happened to them before. That was a shock. And they were fearful because they didn't know what it meant. Now in the Bible, so often it says, do not be afraid. Because we don't need to fear things because God is with us. We should be wary of things. But we don't go with an irrational fear. In the Bible, you see men and women of God doing amazing things because God is with them. 
think about Ruth in the Old Testament, what an incredible person Ruth was. As she just went and did exactly as God told her at each stage, and God was faithful. Think of that boy David coming up against that great big giant, Goliath. What a silly thing to do. David had no hope of winning, except he knew God had called him and was with him, and God was going to take him. But the shepherds, their fear was real because they didn't know what it meant. They had never had this happen to them before. What does it mean? And it's all very well somebody saying, don't be afraid. It's all very well when the dentist says, don't worry. It will all be right. And you think, it's my mouth you're working in. Of course I'm worried. The shepherds did not know what was going to happen. So they were fearful. We're going to sing another carol now. And uh, Jan's going to come and introduce it to us. I am delighted to be able to invite our Tuesday Amaze group forward. So come on, please. Peter and Sue, um, Sally and Lynn and uh, Bree and anyone else, please come on forward if I've missed you. We are going to, having had it spoiled so completely, the lady who's deaf won apparently last night, which is wonderful news, Rose. We're going to sing this next carol, um, which is away in a manger. We're using Makaton for people who struggle with communication. Makaton is excellent. Stephen, if you want to come and join us, I know you know it as well. Please do come up, and any children who want to, come on up. But I invite you all to stand up and to join in where you're able, because it will be on the screen. You haven't got to rely on uh, my poor Makaton <laughs> skills. Well, you don't have to add it. <laughs> Emphasize it, Sally. But it's true. My Makaton skills aren't very good. So please, let's stand and sing this song together. Away oh, in the That was really beautiful. Wasn't that beautiful, church? So lovely. We have a wonderful treat. One of the most wonderful things that we do as part of our church is we have a parent and toddlers group, and Petrina has been teaching them a song that they're going to show for you. So 
Um, mums and dads, if you have come and you've brought your little one with you, if you know the song, then please come up to the front with Petrina. If you don't, I have some, I have some worksheets here as well and that for you to pick it up as you go. So if you want to come up, Hello. 
Okay, who is in the mood for a Christmas story this morning? If you would like to come, if, you ha- if you're a little person or if you have a little person with you, please come and sit on this lovely mat with me. Get yourself all comfortable. If you want to bring a grown-up with you, that is absolutely fine. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. Okay. Put your hand up if you're excited for Christmas. Who's excited for Christmas? Are you guys excited for Christmas? I'm so pleased. Okay. Put your hand up if you have finished school now. Who's finished school? Wonderful. Who's finished nursery or parent and toddlers, whatever group they go to? It's just time at home with your family and all that chocolate in your kitchen, huh? I've got way too much chocolate in my kitchen right now. So, why do we celebrate Christmas? Who can tell me? Daniela, why do we celebrate Christmas? We celebrate Christmas because it's um, the day Jesus was born. Absolutely. It was the day that Jesus was born, and it's all about Jesus. Now, I'm going to tell you a Christmas story, and the story is called The Christmas Promise. On the screen are going to be some beautiful picture slides. And we're also going to have some lovely music played by Sarah and Peter. And there's also going to be some really, really funny surprises for you as well. I'm not going to tell you them what they are, but I think you'll like them when they come along. Okay, so (coughs) you can look either on the big screen or you can look on that screen there, whichever is nearest to you. Let's begin. Long, long ago, God promised to send a very special new king. Would you like to know how he did it? The Christmas story starts with an angel. Whoosh. Now, children, I think we need to find someone to be an angel. I think, do you think we should get a grown-up to be an angel, yeah? Okay, who would be an angel? The look of nervousness on your faces right now. (laughs) Okay, what about, oh, where's Jiddy? Jiddy would make a good angel. Jiddy, would you fancy coming up being an angel? Look at him, marching so excitedly to become an angel. (laughs) Now, Judy, we've got some get-up for you. I have got some wings. And I also have some tinsel to put on your head. Are you up for this? Great, great. Jenny, our angel, everybody, round of applause for Jenny. Oh, you look so pretty. Okay. Okay, now, the angel told Mary, you will have a very special baby. And the gods sent an angel to see Joseph. Whoosh. Make a dashing, make a dashing kind of look, Jenny. Make look like you're whooshing. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Mary's baby will be God's new king, he said. Now, Mary and Joseph went to Bethlehem. They traveled all the way to Bethlehem on their little donkey. It was a long, long way. And they had to go click, clop, click, clop. Now, when the baby was born, he slept in a manger. Can you see baby Jesus in the manger just here and there? And he's sleeping right now, so make sure you don't wake him up, yeah? Sleepy, sleeping, shh, sleeping. 
So God sent some more angels to see some shepherds. Now, I mentioned a shepherd. We need to find a shepherd. Ooh, Lynn, you up for it? Go on, you make a great she- oh, shepherdess. Let, let's, be, let's be sensitive here. Oh, and she's got a sheep, look. Oh, she does a good job if she's got a sheep with her. Right, let's get your get up then, Lynn. We have a fetching shepherd's coat we put on. And you also have a lovely headdress. Now, this might ruin your hair, you know, but I don't think shepherds have very good hair anyway because they're out in the rain all day, so I think you're okay. Oh, yeah, look at that. Round of applause for our shepherd, everybody. All right. Face mask and all, look at you. <laughs> now, where are we in the story? Okay. Okay. So, God sent more angels to see some shepherds. Whoosh. <laughs> and we found our shepherd. And you know what they sang? They sang, God's new king has been born. Should try it together. That's beautiful. Well done. Okay, so the shepherds rushed to see the very special baby Jesus. Go on, Lynn, get a move on. Yeah, go on, go on. Far, far away, some wise men saw a new star in the sky. Whoosh. Oh, now I mentioned a wise man, so we need a wise man, don't we? (laughs) Ian, do you fancy it? Oh, all right then, all right then. Mm. John. Mr. Stannard, you'd make a wonderful wise man. I've got a crown for you and everything, and you'd look so lovely. Yeah? Round of applause for John, for everybody, for for giving up his dignity. (laughs) Now, the crown's adjustable. (laughs) Now, I have a confession to make. This is a child's coat, so let's see if it gets on you. <laughs> oh, it fit. Oh, nice and snug. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm relieved because that didn't fit me when I tried it on. So. <laughs> okay, so the new star meant that a new king had been born. And the wise men came a long, long way to see him. God had sent his new king, just as he promised. And his name is, who can tell me what his name is? Do you want to say it together? One, two, three. Good job. The end. Well done, everybody. Round of applause for our children and our wonderful cast. Thank you guys very, very much. Much appreciated. Now, we have this wonderful privilege in that some of the children are going to share with you some Christmas prayers that they have written. So, I am going to ask Poppy, Paseo, Hannah, David, Daniela, and Jemima. Have you guys got your prayers? Very good. Would you like to go over to see you know, see where the stand is? Okay. And do them one at a time. Take it in turns. Very good. Oh, we're very lucky that we've got two, David. That's really great. All right. Ready, Hannah. Off you go. Okay. 
Thank you for giving us a family to open presents with. Thank you for a lovely Mary and Joseph. Thank you for dying on the cross for us and being our lamb. Dear God, thank you for giving us Jesus and thank you that we can celebrate and a share a fun time with our family and friends this Christmas. Thank you that this year there is a vaccine that will help keep people safe during the pandemic. We remember all those who are sad or lonely. Please be with them and help them to feel loved this Christmas. Let them know your comfort and your peace. Amen. Dear Lord, I thank you for blessing me and my family and everybody around me. Please, Lord, help the poor and the homeless to find shelter and warmth. Also, make this Christmas good for everybody as we celebrate your birthday. Amen. Thank you, God, for giving us a special child, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the joy and peace he brings to us. Thank you for the family we have that we can celebrate Christmas with. Thank you for the Christmas day that we that we can get together with our families. Dear Lord Jesus, I pray that everyone will have a lovely Christmas that is here and at home. I pray that we will all stay safe and won't get COVID-19. Amen. May Jesus, our Saviour, who was born on Christmas Day, bless you at this season in a very special way. May beauty and the promise of the silent holy night fill your heart with peace and happiness and make your new year bright. Thank you so much. I think it's time for the notices. Children, you can go and sit back down now. Thank you so much for sitting with me with a story. Very good. Good morning, everybody. Um, just a couple of notices. Um, hopefully, you would have received your notice sheet because all of the Christmas activities are on there. If not, grab yourselves one of these, which is, has all of the details. As far as we're aware, everything is still going to be in person. However, everything will also be online, except for um, Carol's in the cafe this Wednesday lunchtime at 12.45 and also the um, Christmas praise party on Christmas Eve at 4pm, but everything else will be online. And as I said, we're gonna hopefully have everything in person. One other notice, next Sunday is Boxing Day, so there will be no services at all here at RBC on Boxing Day. So please do spend time with family or friends and keep yourselves safe, thank you. Isn't it so lovely <laughs> to have our children and young people and our adults, including the wise men involved this morning. We're going to stop and pause and say thank you to God for his blessings to us and thank him for the offerings that have been given this morning. For those of you who wish to give, feel free during the next song, if you haven't yet, to put something in the box or use the card machine out the front. But let's say thank you to God for all of his blessings and his gifts to us. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you this morning for our children of this church, of the parent and toddlers, for the various groups that run, the Amaze group, the the outreaches that take place. Father, thank you for each and every person who is part of our groups that you have blessed us with. We thank you that we can meet together this morning, whether here in person or at home. And Father God, as we thank you for this opportunity to stop and think about the most precious gift we've been given in Jesus. So we also say thank you, God, for giving us so much else for the wealth that you've given us. Thank you for the homes that you've given us. Thank you for the food that you've blessed us with. And Lord, as we thank you for these things, so we offer back to you 
that which you've given us. And Lord, we pray that you'd take these gifts and use them for your glory. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to sing again while shepherds watched. Let's stand. Please take your seats. I don't know about you, but when we start singing that song, oh, I just get filled with that first line that we sung as children. Is anybody else, while shepherds wash their socks? Oh, it's so bad, isn't it? But I just can't help it. That, that particular one. Oh. Right, I'm going to ask a really daft question here. Does anybody like Christmas? I can't hear you. Does anybody like Christmas? There's a few of us out there who like Christmas. So what are you most excited about about Christmas? Presents? Singing? Spending time with the family? Good answer. (laughs) Opening presents? Sleeping? Teachers sleeping? Eating Christmas dinner. What about the uh, big old man in red? Anybody excited about him coming? Father. Did you say Frankincense? (laughs) Santa Claus. Oh, Santa Claus. I thought some people might be. You know, for most, Christmas is a time of joy, isn't it? It's a time filled with love and fun, entertainment, watching good programs that people don't spoil on telly. The expectation of what's going to happen, food, as Hannah said, chocolate, family, friends, all these things are what make Christmas so exciting and something that we look forward to and we cherish. And I think even because last year was cancelled, it's made this Christmas so much more special, hasn't it? That desire to spend time together where we're able to. But in the story that we've heard so far this morning that Ian shared with us, we heard about the shepherds and how frightened they were. They're sitting there, minding their sheep. Shame Lynn's gone and sat down. She could have sat here for me and been my model for the morning. They sat there, minding their sheep on a normal, dark evening's night when suddenly this angel appears and they are petrified. (laughs) I wonder how we would feel if we're sitting there in the dark of night, half asleep, and then suddenly this angel appears and starts talking to you. I think we'd feel pretty scared as well. But the angel says to them, don't be afraid. I bring great news that's going to bring joy to all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you, the Messiah. He is the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And then these shepherds, who have now been told not to fear, suddenly the whole of the sky is filled with a host of angels singing glory to God. And I wonder how they now now feel. Maybe they'd started to calm down as the angels chatting to them, and suddenly the whole sky is lit up. And it's crazy. And there's this amazing music. I wonder how they felt. I reckon they went from fear to utter astonishment to perhaps amazement as they hear this beautiful sound. It must have been like a little glimpse into heaven and the sounds of heaven, don't you think? Even if we're not into classical music, somehow I think all of us would have been blown away by the beauty and the sound of this heavenly music, filling them with wonder with awe at what they are experiencing. I wonder 
what we would have felt like had we been those shepherds that night. I wonder how long they sang for. Do you think they just sang for one minute? Did they just get a real kind of little drop? Or do you think the music went on forever like Handel's Messiah? I wonder how long it lasted, but I've got a feeling that they probably would have wanted to hear more. That sense of being in such an amazing presence of all these angels singing to them. They must have just wanted more, and then suddenly, as quick as it had come, they'd gone. But before they go, they are told to hurry off to Bethlehem to see for themselves. And so that's what they do. They get up, and they rush down to Bethlehem. And there, as they enter into Bethlehem, they look out for this baby that they've been told about. And they find Mary and Joseph, and they find this baby lying in a manger. A tiny baby. This is who it is all about. The angels were all about this tiny baby. The wonder, the miracle of holding a newborn in your arms. I think it's one of those profound moments in our lives, isn't it? For anyone who has had that blessing of holding that tiny baby in your arms. That gift of new life. Any baby is so precious and such a miracle and so tiny and so perfectly formed and just incredible. But here, this baby is something even more special. This baby is the Messiah. He's God himself. He is the one who's going to be the savior of the world, who the angels were singing about, who the angels came to tell the shepherds, go and see this baby. The miracle of the night. The awesome nature of what these shepherds have witnessed turns fear into great joy. And as they leave that stable, they can't keep that joy inside themselves. Just like a child going to bed on Christmas Eve. You know, you tuck them in and you tell them to sleep well. What a silly thing to say, isn't it? You've you've excited them about their stocking hanging up, about the mince pie downstairs and the glass of milk and the carrot. And we tell them to have a good night's sleep, otherwise Father Christmas won't come and mum and dad really just want to go to bed, please. The excitement, it bubbles up inside us. We want to tell everybody the great news. And that's what the shepherds were feeling like. They couldn't keep it to themselves. As they left that stable, they told everyone that they could about what they'd witnessed. Ian talked about what frightens us. But the second part of this story is all about that overpowering joy bursting out at the seams. I wonder what your happiest moment in your life has been. Falling in love? Maybe your wedding day? holding your baby, seeing an incredible place in the world, passing your exams, owning a car. There's endless things that fill us with joy, isn't there? And when we're really excited about something, that joy overflows and we want to tell everybody about it. And these days we can use social media and let people know exactly what's happened, when it's happened, how it's happened, a picture of it. We share it with everyone we can when we're excited about something. Even strangers sometimes get to know about it. This Christmas, God invites us to share in that wonderful joy, shared at that first Christmas, to come and see this baby, to come and know our Lord and our God, to really know him. My prayer is that all of us this Christmas might come to know Jesus as our saviour, to really realise that it isn't just a nice story that we sit with children and enjoy at Christmas, but that this is God's story for us today as it was for the shepherds on that first night. The story of Christmas is for you. The story of Christmas is for me. And as we stop, might we ask God to make himself known to us And may we, like those shepherds, be utterly blown away with joy as we celebrate Christmas this year. Amen.
we're going to stand and we're going to sing of that joy. Let's stand together. Christmas, you know the joy of what Christmas is really all about. Today, sadly, we have had to cancel uh, a cup of coffee and a cup of tea because of COVID. But we want to invite you to continue to meet together indoors or outside. But please try to avoid crowds because of the situation. And don't forget, you're so welcome to come along either in person or online to join in the rest of our worship services this Christmas. Let me say a Christmas blessing. May God bless you with a festive, loving, healthful, healthy and peaceful celebration this Christmas and all throughout the year. Thank you for joining us today. God bless you. Amen. <laughs>